I'm gonna make him an offer again. I feel the need, the need for speed. He's watched every movie more than once. He's Stephen Fennick. Go ahead, make my day. He's watched the latest Disney movies with his kids, uh, but that's about it. He's Trevor Long. You talking to me? Together, they bring you the best movies you've never seen. I will look for you. I will find you. And I will kill you. Rent BioStream, the latest and greatest movies on Fetch. Watch on a big screen Hisense TV. Say hello to my little friend! The best movies you've never seen. The first rule of Fight Club is. You do not talk about Michael. With Stephen Fennick and Trevor Long. This is the captain. Brace for impact. What an intro. That is amazing. Oh, Welcome, still, everybody. I still love it. Still gives me goosebumps. Welcome, and everyone. We haven't ticked them all off yet. Uh, no, we're getting there, still though. Still got some we, of them. We did one. We did take in a few weeks ago. That was yeah. one of them. Yeah, there's a few okay. up our sleep. Welcome, everyone, to The Best Movies You've Never Seen, our podcast about movies and movies that I've seen many times. My name is Stephen Fennick, and as you heard from the credits, Trevor's only seen probably Disney movies and not many others, although we, we are, what are we now, 113 this episodes is our 113th in. 113th movie, so I am basically mate, a movie expert. He's going to be challenging Richard Wilkins for his job, I think, soon. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> Imagine if Dickie found out about this. <laughs> Jesus. We're all, we've already got a guest uh, <laughs> guest request from David Campbell. Yes, David Campbell, DC. We were so, on uh, Today Extra last week uh, promoting the show and doing a little bit of a movie quiz, which I think I won. You nailed it, yeah, mate. I think I won. I was the judge. You nailed it. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's pretty exciting. Well, let's talk about this week, shall we? We're yep. talking about Iron Man. This was released in 2008, starring Robert Downey Jr., uh, directed by John Favreau. John Favreau uh, was actually in the movie too. Mm. He played the limo driver, uh, and he's also gone on to be a like one of the legends of the Star Wars universe now with uh, Mandalorian. He's a director. Show. He's a director writer as well. Now, uh, Stan Lee was the creator of Iron Man. You know, Stan Lee, the famous uh, comic book creator. Thank you, He created Spider-Man, okay. all these f- great Marvel, Marvel uh, characters. And he uh, originally based Tony Stark, he says, on Howard Hughes. So ah. Howard Hughes was that uh, huge uh, like philanthropist, billionaire. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a publisher, like a... American Rupert Murdoch. Yeah, he was like he wanted he wanted this character to be an inventor, an adventurer, multimillionaire. We'll talk later about if you think he's more like an Elon Musk type character. Oh, okay. interesting. But let's save that for okay. your, your three questions for Trev. Right That's one of your questions for later. I'll give you a heads up. Um, but when Robert Downey Jr. got the role, he wanted to, he the challenge was for him to make a wealthy. Wealthy person who's a weapons manufacturer, hard drinker. So there's all these things that he had to be. Womanizer. To, uh, to make, but also to make the character likable as yeah, well. Okay, so, but he's got to be a hero, remember? Yeah. 
the film, though, went through a very long and winding road before it got into production. Right. It started back in 1990 when the rights were held by Universal Pictures. Right. Uh, they nothing. They did nothing with it. Ninety six. The the rights transferred to Twentieth Century Fox, mm-hmm. and Twentieth Century Fox. And you got to remember, mid nineties. This actor was pretty red hot. They had Nicolas Cage to play Tony Stark and Iron right. Man. Uh, two years later, it had moved on with Tom Cruise. What really being actively pursuing it, wanting to take control of the whole thing. But that didn't eventuate either. Um, but the finally, through all of those, it went through New Line Cinemas. Uh, by, by 2003, 2004, Nick Cassavetes was attached as director. But again, nothing came of it. Right. So when it, when it got to, to John Favreau and they decided to make it actually a Marvel production, that's when the rubber hit the road. What does that mean? Does that so mean well, Marvel they created the their property. own Yeah, so it's their own production, production. They funded it. It's their right. own production. Because going, we've, I've asked this before, but yeah. you've got studios who are like really the where it's made. There's the distribution, which is how it gets yeah. out. But the producer is really the funding of it, right? Which yeah. is also well, therefore where the producer where the brings in the made. talent. Yeah, brings in the finance, brings in the talent, the crew. Yep. So he can make the director's vision come to life. Right. And so, so the, the idea of so was Marvel? Did Marvel? This was the first. This? this is their first venture. First. So Marvel this is the first picture. Marvel this film. Kicked it off. Yeah. Again, yeah. apologies. I'm not a comic. We <laughs> should be clear. Seen a Marvel I'm not movie. a comic book person. This yeah. guy collects fans yeah, of comics, I've right? Got, but uh, I've, but uh, Marvel, yeah. Marvel was the the brand of the universe, Correct. Before this, yes. And so what they did was go, hang on a minute. We own this. We've all got all these, these characters things. and properties. Let's yeah. just create our own Let's production yep. facility yep. and say, right, we will make this happen with the view that if it works, we'll yeah. we'll be the ones making the most money. Correct. So yes. they thought well, we've got all these great characters, and why not? Let's take a punt. Okay. And that's what they did. And uh, John Favreau was brought on board. The, the the production, though, not many people gave it a chance. The production went through more than 30, 3-0, 30 writers to try to come up with a script. Right? No one, everyone thought, no, who, 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 what's, no one, he's not a really big, it's not like it's Spider-Man or Batman or Superman. Oh. Everyone thought, it's Iron Man, who cares? And that, so there was a lot of convincing writers to jump on board to be part of this 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 production. Right, right. Had again, sorry for the non-Marvel universe yeah. knowledge, but yeah, had there been any other other parts of the Marvel universe made into movies by others before? There was already had been a couple of Spider-Man, but right. I think are they DC? I think it might be DC. I think he's See, Marvel. That's what I don't yeah, understand. DC. But Spider-Man but aren't they was rival? Out. Yes. Comics? Yes, they are. Not anymore. They're, no. they're all together well, now. Well, I think Disney owns everyone now. Disney Understand. owns But Marvel. at the time, yeah. they were big rival yeah. comic yeah. book Well, I think companies. Spider-Man was, I think, 2002 that came out. Oh. And that, that had, uh, with Tobey Maguire as Spider-Man. And that was a huge success. And everyone thought, well, well what, what that, are the characters that around there? This is shot in the arm, yeah, right? Yeah, okay. so that, that gotcha. helped, definitely. All righty. Uh, you have heard of Iron Man. And did you know it was a movie? Had you any impressions of it? Or I only know it's. I know it's a movie. I know yeah. it's part of the this whole Avengersy weird thing because my son has watched <laughs> it and he's into it. I've seen enough uh, videos on social media and places of people building the masks. I've seen enough. What do they call it? Cosplays. Cosplay. Where, so yeah, I yeah. get it. I get it. It's an iconic character. Yeah, yeah. Totally. But I've never read the comic. Mm. Uh, I don't know anything about it. I, I I would have associated the name Tony Stark with Iron Man. Okay, interestingly. Right. Okay, there you go. There um, you go. That yep. somehow is a bit of tip yes. of knowledge I'd 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 gotten at some point. But okay. mate, other than that, 
I got nothing. Okay. And what, and I honestly cannot wait to get to the run through because yeah. it's fascinating <laughs> to me. Well, it's how, like a, what it's my, the genesis mate, of it. Yeah, what yeah. my expectations were uh, versus what this was. Really? Okay, different. different. Okay, that's good to know. Uh, this is, as we said, the first film set in the beginning of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. But what happened later, though, they did produce Captain America, Captain Marvel, but they actually, the, those films are set earlier in the chronology. So Iron Man was the first film but Captain America and Captain Marvel were actually set in earlier times oh, than Iron Man. So okay. they were not prequels. They were just those characters were of a different era. Okay. Yeah. All right. This is your last exit before the freeway. If you haven't seen Iron Man, you can catch it through Fetch. Absolutely. And uh, one of the great things about Fetch is not only can you buy thousands and thousands of movies, and Iron Man is just one of them. There's, I think there's nearly 10,000 movies you can rent and buy there. So you can buy uh, Iron Man if you love it and want it. But you know what? If you've got a Disney Plus subscription, just jump in. Netflix, Disney Plus, Prime Video, Paramount Plus, Stan, YouTube, YouTube it's Kids, everything. BritBox, Hey You, and more. Like there's yeah, more that Prime. you've never you heard of. Uh, yeah, I've already mentioned yeah. mentioned Prime Video, but you know things like Acorn TV and, and Vivo. Mm. There's a bunch of other so many. Uh, sidebar kind of streaming services, but the big ones are all there. So you've got this one box, you've got one remote, and with that, you can do everything you need in terms of entertainment. So movies like this, you can buy them, put them in, into your library. And so when you open up Fetch, you, you've got a whole area of the menu that are dedicated to your stuff. It's called my stuff. And it might be um, TV shows you're watching, uh, catch-up TV you're in the middle of, movies you own. It's all there in one place including, of course, your recordings of live TV because that's one of the big features of the Fetch Mighty. Yeah. You can get Fetch in a whole range of places. Of course, you can get it at JB Hi-Fi, Harvey Norman, Good Guys, Bingley, Domain, Joyce, Maine, but you can also get it from internet providers like Internode, Aussie Broadband, IONet, and, of course, Telstra. Check it out now. All the details and lots more info at fetchtv.com.au. All right. You've now seen Iron mm. Man. You did send me a message and you sent me a little picture saying, okay, here we go. I just wanted to let you know that I'd done it. <laughs> you I'd done my homework early. Like last week, I think I ended up watching the end of a movie with you. Just before was really very struggle fresh. with this time. I've put it very fresh in your mind. I've put it in my diary. Two nights a week now, Good. just in case I miss one, oh, I'll do yeah. it the other. Do it, mate. Um, yeah. So, I, I, look, I'll get obviously at the end. We'll, we'll go through what I really think of the movie. But I, I <laughs> people, you said it's not what you expect. People who are Marvel fans will just. Yeah. Like yeah. hate this DC okay. from the will hate DC this. Close, I expected close like a cartoon style thing. I expected ah. not not a cartoon, but I expected it to be comical in oh. in its in its makeup. I expected superhero style stuff, but this was <laughs> this was based in reality, Steve. This it was, was yeah. so we've talked about what appeals to me. This yes. is based in reality. Yep. It's just a small, small stretch of your yes. your re, your reality yep. to push the envelope in a few places. Yeah. But outside of that, yep. I'll be honest, this ticked a lot of boxes. Yeah, okay. Well, we'll talk later about comic V movie. Okay. Sure. There's been a lot of changes. Uh, it's been adapted to the screen. Yeah, and it, I think... It keeps its essence, but it, there are changes. It, when we look at uh, plot holes, for example, yes. I think, you know, when we talk about uh, biographies or biopics and stuff like that, there's plot holes. Yeah. But this, to me, is one of those movies where we can park that, so yeah. we don't need to stress yeah. too much about plot holes yep. because... You know, how does the the equipment all come about in twenty four hours? Who knows? Doesn't matter. <laughs> Not relevant. It's the, yeah. it's Tony Stark. So of course, yeah. Is if you are able to plant that, you know, put that aside. Yeah. Man, I'm uh, okay. Yeah. It, so what's it, your it, what's your tweet? What are you tweeting on this one? Late to the party. Um, 
I'm watching Iron Man. You have Man. been later. Remember, you rated, you gave a <laughs> Wizard of Oz Wizard a thumbs up seventy years later. So that's pretty good. <laughs> so I'm only, what, what am I here? 20, uh, 20 years or something? What is this? This is 2008. Yeah, so less yeah. than 20 years late here, folks. Yeah, it's, that's, <laughs> that's less than it took me to get to Star Wars. Um, so yeah. late to the party, but well worth opening your eyes to the Marvel Universe. Start with Iron Man. Idea. Yeah. Very good. I watched this at the pre-screening. I was invited oh, to the pre-screening because I think it was uh, it was of appeal to uh, tech. And, yeah, it was, we were all boy movie. Ah, right. But yeah, it was, yeah, there's yeah. all the technology in it. Yep. Like I was working at the Telegraph at the time, and I remember yep. the the good people at Paramount who distributed at the time. Now they now it's now owned by Disney, but uh, they invited me along to watch it, and it was and. It was a big deal because it was the first first big superhero like Marvel superhero movie. Yeah, and uh, I know I'm not a huge fan of the comic. I'd read some as a kid, and, and mm. I sort of knew of the character, but uh, I thought, yeah, let's go. Not to get off track. Yeah, yeah. but was has there been a Phantom? Yes, movie. Yeah, oh, was it good? Yeah, no, no. There's been uh, Billy Zane played the. It was okay. the fan. It was like, it was good, not great. Okay, yeah, yeah. Right. It, and it was. It was all right for fan, for fan. I didn't mind it, but uh, you're thinking, yeah, it could have been. It's not going to be on this show. Probably not. No. All righty. Uh, let's get into the casting call, shall we? Mm. Now, Robert Downey Jr., of course, plays Tony Stark. Yep. And he was in a couple of good uh, Sherlock Holmes movies he was in. So he plays Sherlock Holmes and Jude Law, who was in Gattaca, plays Dr. Watson. Remember Jude Law, right. the cripple yep. in, in Gattaca? Yep. Of course you remember totally. that. Totally. Uh, and, of course, Robert Downey Jr. came back for Iron Man 2 and 3 and The Avengers Oh, the uh, paycheck. <laughs> yeah, hello. But uh, it's funny, though, because this was, at the time, you got to remember, they, they started casting. So the movie came out in 2008, so they were looking at this from the early 2000s. Right. And the casting of Robert Downey Jr., today you think, oh, Robert Downey Jr. is a big star. But wasn't, wasn't he coming off the back yes. of controversy? Yes, or? he right. was. He was. Uh, he had a history of uh, like alcoholism right. and drug use. I thought and that, yeah. Been in rehab. And, and this and, is like his second coming. Yeah. So he, when they cast him as Iron Man, everyone thought, oh, God, fans were really, they thought he was old. They thought he was. Uh, his substance abuse might be a problem. Uh, but others said, well, you know what, this makes him – him, his struggle with alcoholism is is maybe part of the character because he, he, he loves a drink, he loves a party, and he okay. needs to focus. So um, he well. did he did to prepare for the role. Though spent five days a week training, so was really committed to the role. Yep. Uh, so and look look what happened. He turned yeah. out to be a fantastic movie. Uh, Gwyneth Paltrow, did you recognise her? Had no idea Pepper, she was in this. Pepper Potts, mate. If you'd have said to me. In the millionaire question last last week, yeah, which one of these -stars famous in. stars is in in <laughs> Iron Man? You would, yeah. Oh, even even if you said to me, um, true or false, uh, put your house on it. Is Gwyneth Paltrow in the Marvel universe? <laughs> I'd have said no. Take my house. You lost your house. All right. Well, I had no idea. Lucky you've got me. I thought, you? It's a, lucky. Mate, I don't, yeah. I've not not watched a lot of movies, but yeah, I didn't. It didn't feel like a normal part for her either. Yeah. It felt very different because she's normally yeah. a strong leading woman yeah, as opposed yeah, to a. Yeah, her I know roles, it's a leading role, but her it, roles it's are also different. subservient. Yeah, well, her other roles were she Shakespeare in Love. She won an Oscar for that Best Actress for wow. that. Uh, not a bad movie. Sliding Doors. She was in, Massive. which is a famous film of hers, and we took the, we coined the phrase. Apparently, we coined doors, the phrase based on that. Sliding Doors moment, and you haven't seen Sliding Doors, so you don't know. Sliding Doors is. When she jumped on a train and the and the and she was committed it's to go where two, she had to go. It's a story of two, yeah, so, two and tales. two scenarios that right, happened okay. in the film. Yeah, we, we should do that. I reckon we'll do that on the sh on the okay, movie. Yeah, sure. on the show. Um, Jeff Bridges. Did you recognise yeah. Jeff Bridges? I love. I'm a big fan of Jeff Bridges. He plays Obadiah Stane, 
And he was, of course, in The Big Lebowski, which we'll do. Crazy Heart. He won an Oscar. Best Actor Oscar for Crazy Heart. So he got two Oscar winners really? in this movie, right? Um, he was also in The Fabulous Baker Boys, which is a brilliant movie that we are doing. Is that well, old school? Hidden it Gems. It feels... No, it's, it, was set, it was made in the 90s. No, but was it? Is it set? No, in... no. It's, oh, it's, really? And it's Jeff Bridges. Feels like a Stand By Me era movie. Uh, not the quite. Fabulous no, Baker no, Boys. Not, not quite. I mean? But no, it's, it's a story about a two singers, lounge singers, Jeff Bridges, and in the story, it's his brother, and in real life, it's his brother. Bo oh, Bridges plays his brother. It's oh, brilliant. Oh, nice. Okay. We are doing that, and we're doing it soon. Michelle Pfeiffer's in it too, which okay. is pretty cool. Um, Jeff Bridges um, was uh, – this is an unusual role for him as well. Mm. Now, one thing I didn't mention at the top was that the movie, when they started filming the movie, the script wasn't even finished. So what John Favreau did, he embraced the ad lib. He said, right, the, most of the script was kind of done, but there were parts of the movie where they just had to wing it and just make stuff up. And Downey Jr., a lot of the, his stuff is on, on the go. Oh, there's a piece of yeah. – oh, Gwyneth, Gwyneth know, Paltrow yeah. was sort of struggling to keep up with him, so they ran multi-camera to capture all the performances. Jeff Bridges said he was – look, he, he's normally pro, knows every line, yes. rehearses – so he's an old school actor thinking I'm ready to go. Yeah. He was he said he was a little bit uncomfortable trying to do this but uh, he thought well he says this is a this is a massive budget student film he felt like it was this big student <laughs> film that had happened a couple hundred million, million dollar, dollar budget. budget. So um but he even he thought right you know what to make my character different he shaved his head that was his idea. I know because that's head. why I didn't recognize yeah. him yeah. Shaved his head kept his big beard. But uh, and he said he's oh, that's something he's always wanted to do to shave his head for yeah, a role right. and he did it. Yeah. Mate, look good. All righty. Before we get to the run through, let's talk about our other great sponsor and that is Hisense. You know what? Watching movies on a big screen is what people enjoy. And yeah. if you want to, you can actually go up to 120 inches with the Hisense Laser TV. Now we all know Hisense is their their mini LED X and their other TVs. The, this is a laser TV, which is basically a short throw projector that allows you to enjoy this massive picture. And all these movies we talk about are so much better on a big screen from Hisense. So the laser experience gives you their trichroma laser, which offers fantastic bright 4K resolution, has 3,000 lumens of brightness. So even if you can't make your room completely dark, it actually still looks pretty good. Uh, but the the whole experience that you get with the laser TV, it replicates the experience with the regular TV because you're getting uh, the the actual unit itself sits on your entertainment unit. It does come with its own screen, so it's got what they call an ambient light rejecting screen, so that there's a special texture on the screen to make the picture really pop. Even if there is a lot of light in the room, you can still see it quite clearly. But it also has everything you'd expect. You've got Dolby Atmos, Dolby Vision. You've got all those features. You've also got the Vita U6 operating system too. So you get access to all your streaming services. So it's like a regular smart TV, just bigger and delivered through this short, short throw projector, their laser TV. It is, it is one of those things where you really need to appreciate it to, to see it in person to appreciate it. And there are stores that are set up that actually that, that yeah, demonstrate it. Get down and have a look we, at one. We have actually reviewed them in, on our respective tech, tech sites. But it is something you really need to see to appreciate. So get down there if you, if you have a look in the store or check out their website, uh, highsense.com.au. 
Let's jump in, shall we? And there is uh, a lot to get through here. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, and right from the word go, I do enjoy the fact that it opens with they're in Afghanistan, they're in a Hummer, and you really get a sense of of Tony Stark's personality. I feel like you're driving me to court martial. This is crazy. What did I do? I feel like you're going to pull over and snuff me. What, you're not allowed to talk? <laughs> hey, Forrest. We can talk, sir. Oh, I see. So it's personal? No, you intimidate them. Good God, you're a woman. I honestly, I couldn't call that. I mean, I'd apologize, but isn't that what we're going for here? I thought of you as a soldier first. I'm an airman. But you have actually excellent bone structure there. I'm kind of having a hard time not looking at you now. Is that weird? <laughs> Come on, it's okay, laugh. Hey! Sir, I, I have a question to ask. Yes, please. Is it true you went 12 for 12 with last year's Maxim cover model? <laughs> that is an excellent question. Yes and no. March and I had a scheduling conflict, but fortunately the Christmas cover was twins. <laughs> Anything else? You're kidding me with the hand up, right? Like with hand up. If I take a picture with you? Yes. It's very cool. So uh, what happens after this? It seems all fun and jolly, but uh, a second later, the convoy's attacked. There's yeah, a bomb the ahead of them. Yeah, the car it's an IED or something. So uh, they're attacked by terrorists, and Stark jumps out of the and car. And it's full on. Like it's, oh, yeah, there's a full on attack. They get out of the car. There's yeah. a full yep. gunfight going on. Some sort of weapon comes down, and he sees right it. It's got Stark <laughs> Industries written on right it. On it yeah. And he freaks out, yeah. and then he gets get, blown. He, he gets turns the around. Hits him. Yeah. It explodes. It explodes. Like I don't yeah. know how he didn't die there, but again, we're, yes. we're pausing all uh, concepts of yes. reality. Yes. But let me. I'll just stop you here and go. So this is the point where, ah, oh, right. So this is yeah. just a real person style movie. Yeah. Like it's literally. He doesn't at this have point. superpowers. No, that's yeah. yeah. This like is Batman. the thing. Batman doesn't have superpowers. I know, but yeah, yeah. this yeah. this at this point I'm already in. Yes. Because I'm like, oh, okay, okay. it's like normal What, did life. you think he had superpowers? I don't know. Okay. I just, all right. <laughs> mate, all I know is there's a bloke with a mask. Okay. I've never seen him without cool the mask, mask on, right? Cool mask, yeah. So right. for me, I'm like, okay, normal humor. But then yeah. when he when he gets blown up, I'm thinking, yeah. oh, that's where, did you, you know. Did you notice what happened in his chest area? Where there's a lot of bleeding happening in his yeah. chest area, which we'll, we'll find out a little bit later. Yeah. So we don't really know what's happened at this point. Then it goes back. 36 hours earlier. Does it say that? Yes. It does say that, yeah. yeah. And so they're in Vegas at Caesar's Palace. Yes. And he's uh, there. There's an awards dinner. He's supposed to receive an award. Yep. Gets up. And before he receives the award, they naturally go through his life story. Tony Stark. Visionary. Genius. American patriot. Even from an early age, the son of legendary weapons developer Howard Stark quickly stole the spotlight with his brilliant and unique mind. At age four, he built his first circuit board. At age six, his first engine. And at 17, he graduated summa cum laude from MIT. Then, the passing of a titan. Howard Stark's lifelong friend and ally, Obadiah Stane, steps in to help fill the gap left by the legendary founder. Until at age 21, the prodigal son returns and is anointed the new CEO of Stark Industries. With the keys to the kingdom, Tony ushers in a new era for his father's legacy, creating smarter weapons, advanced robotics, satellite targeting. Today, Tony Stark has changed the face of the weapons industry by ensuring freedom and protecting America and her interests around the globe. That was a really good little tool Exposition. to tell Brilliant. you exactly who he is. It's like straight up. Give him it, an award. Tell us all about it. It doesn't need yeah. to be a you know a slideshow that's narrated yeah. as part of the movie. It's part of the movie yeah. that we're telling you all about. It's his very life. smartly Brilliant. done. So but, again, because we learn yeah. about 
You know, his, his tra- life's yeah. tragedy with like his dad. A, yes. We learn about who this other guy is. Yes. And we're off, off to the so races. You hear, about, you hear about him as being like and, this And this genius. is the guy. And then they, they pan yeah. around the room and you, Tony's not there. He's not there. The Obadiah gets up and, and accepts the yep. award. And I think they cross back to a shot of Tony he's Stark at the table. He's in the casino. He's at the, at the uh, I think at the craps table. He's at the, yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, so he's partying in the casino. Well, when he returns to the, to the reception – a reporter asks him a few questions. Excuse me, Mr. Stark, Christine Everhart, Vanity Fair magazine. Can I ask you a couple of questions? She's cute. She's all right. Hi. Hi. Yeah. It's okay? Okay, go. You've been called the Da Vinci of our time. What do you say to that? Absolutely ridiculous. I don't paint. And what do you say to your other nickname, the Merchant of Death? That's not bad. Let me guess. Berkeley? Brown, actually. Well, Ms. Brown. It's an imperfect world, but it's the only one we've got. I guarantee you the day weapons are no longer needed to keep the peace, I'll start making bricks and beans for baby hospitals. You rehearse that much? Every night in front of the mirror before bedtime. I can see that. I'd like to show you firsthand. All I want is a serious answer. Flirty. Okay, you're serious. My old man had a philosophy. Peace means having a bigger stick than the other guy. That's a great line coming from the guy selling the sticks. (laughs) My father helped defeat the Nazis. He worked on the Manhattan Project. A lot of people, including your professors at Brown, would call that being a hero. And a lot of people would also call that war profiteering. Tell me, do you plan to report on the millions we've saved by advancing medical technology or kept from starvation with our IntelliCrops? All those breakthroughs, military funding, honey. You ever lose an hour of sleep your whole life? I'm prepared to lose a few with you. And he does. Do you think uh, HR would have allowed this conversation, mate? At the, like now, it'll be a bit more woke with these conversations now? or? Well, I mean, it's a movie. He uh, basically just put it on. He said, like, hey, I'm, I'm happy to... Happy to discuss it uh, at my place. And, well, mate, and the she, next, she doesn't the next say shot no. is her saying, <laughs> yeah, let's go. She doesn't say no. So, Hello. You know, she Tony doesn't Stark. turn him down. But but again, it's it's in some way, it's, it's the continued exposition, exposition. of his yes, character, right? Yes. Where you're going, he's a woman. He's not just, he doesn't just have yeah. uh, notches on the belt. He's yeah. literally. I like how he said, uh, do a you bit like, of a he goes, oh, Da Vinci, I don't paint. He goes, what about the master? He goes, that's not bad. <laughs> he actually likes that nickname, which is pretty good. All righty. Uh, the next morning, though, uh, she's this woken bit, up. This bit, I'll be and, honest, uh, yeah. this bit here yeah. I, I love because yeah. he, he he's obviously not there when she wakes up. She wakes up in this beautiful yeah. Malibu home. Yep. And it turns out he's downstairs in his workshop. He's tinkering. Tinkering yeah. with, her, with a hot rod. And, and this is where we meet Pepper Potts. Gwyneth Paltrow, Pepper yeah, Potts yeah. comes in yep. and she's like, mate, you're late for your plane. <laughs> you're and late. He goes, it's seen. It's my plane. And this, the, I yeah. love this bit. He goes, yeah. it's my plane. What are you trying to get rid of me for? What do you got, plans? As a matter of fact, they do. I don't like it when you have plans. I'm allowed to have plans on my birthday. It's your birthday. Yes. I knew that already. What a boss. Yeah, isn't that strange? It's the same day as last year. Well, get yourself something nice for me. I already did. (laughs) Oh, it was very nice. Very tasteful. Thank you, Mr. Stark. You're welcome, Miss Potts. So that does that immediately you know, when you mate, saw that scene? Did that immediately see? There's a bit of uh, mate. Immediately, I'm like, they're there's getting something, together. Something doing? Sorry, they but haven't it's so yet. Obvious. They haven't yet. Though. I said they're getting together. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. as there's soon a, as there's this something happened. there. Is, yeah, you can right. tell. Yeah. So the the plane that he had to catch was to go to Afghanistan. So mm. we're now the story is now arcing back to the beginning. We're getting close to that that to, previous moment. Yeah. So. Before the attack at the start, he, he was there to present a new weapons system. Is it better to be feared or respected? And I say, is it too much to ask for both? With that in mind, I humbly present the crown jewel of Stark Industries Freedom Line. It's the first missile system to incorporate our proprietary repulsor technology. 
They say the best weapon is one you never have to fire. I respectfully disagree. I prefer the weapon you only have to fire once. That's how dad did it. That's how America does it. And it's worked out pretty well so far. Find an excuse to let one of these off the chain and I personally guarantee you the bad guys won't even want to come out of their caves. Like a single your missile consideration that becomes a hundred. The Jericho. 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 That, yeah. As you described, the the missile broke up, and then like there were hundreds of missiles. It's like a carpet bombing and from a plane, but I, from a single missile. Yeah, and I loved he was just standing there with his arms out, and then the shockwave. He knew it was. He, he knew it was going to yeah. knock him over. It's quite traumatic, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It was awesome. It was very yeah, well it was shot great. too, it was just great. quietly. Yeah, it was brilliant. Very well done. Um, and so they jump into the, the Hummer Humvees. now, and mm. now we're kind of being the roadside ambush from the very start of the movie happens in the next couple of couple of minutes. Yeah, um, but we this time though the the story continues, and we find that he's being held captive in yeah. a cave. So it, we find out later that it's a terrorist group called the Ten Rings, right. which is a, a that that's in the comics. The but, Ten but Rings, but he's, he's yeah. in a cave, and there's some other dude there, and it's yes. like this dude is a doctor or something mm. that's kind of because he was he was visibly injured in the yeah. earlier scene, right? We, yep. we kind of knew he was injured by yep. that, and he had to have been there. And, he, and right he helped there. him, yeah. He, um, um, so he's, he's obviously done something to like, help him, but he, it, it looks quite yeah. dramatic. In his chest is like a light, yeah. And he tells him that the he he made that he goes, That's what's keeping you alive. I think it's connected to a car battery. He goes, I wouldn't do that if I were you because he's he, gonna he, un- he, explain, it. he explained it because apparently there was shrapnel. And it's electromagnet, so the electromagnet keeps the, the shrapnel, shrapnel from, from going, going into his heart. his heart. Yeah, so that's what he needs to have. Because he's seen it. Yeah. This guy had seen it before, where people don't die immediately; they die yeah. days later because it goes into the, the shrapnel into the works heart, their way through and into the heart. It's like a Correct. planned part yeah. of the, the 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 thing. It's horrible. But uh, his captives have other ideas. Oh yeah, they've captured him so that they he could. It's build like not an ac- it's not an accidental. Yeah. No, he you was know, targeted. Yeah. So they said right. We need you to do something for us. He says, welcome, Tony Stark, the most famous mass murderer in the history of America. He's honored. He wants you to build the missile. The Jericho missile that you demonstrate. So he's, I liked how the guy was translating. I can understand a little bit of that too. It's a little, bit like, about Maltese, a little bit like Maltese. Oh, really? Yeah. Some of that, I understood some words. But okay. he basically was translating on the fly, We're gonna, you're going to build us a missile. Mm. And uh, they said, right, they get all their material. He says, right, I need this. They set up his workspace. Um, but initially, he doesn't build a missile. He decides to build something else. That doesn't look like a Jericho missile. That's because it's a miniaturized arc reactor. I got a big one powering my factory at home. I should keep the shrapnel out of my heart. But what could it generate? If my math is right, I don't know as is. Three gigajoules per second. That could run your heart for 50 lifetimes. Yeah. Or something big for 15 minutes. Boom. Boom. So we find that that's a, you'll see later that there's the arc reactor at Stark Industries. Yes. Yeah. 
uh, but he's built a miniature version. So it's of that basically to, yeah. like, it's like some a little nuclear reactor. Of, yeah, yeah, reactor. Yeah. It's, like it's a fusion self, reactor. Yeah, yeah, it, it, yeah. There's no no recharging required. Mm. It's a it's literally a reactor in him. It's That's wild. it. And so the <clears throat> what the captives think they're building the missile. Yeah, they're they've got other ideas. They've got videos yeah, on yeah. them and everything. Yeah, and they're yeah. taking apart missiles and various they things. They still keep doing missile stuff so that yes. it looks like they're working on it, but, you know, they're actually building something yeah. else. He's building his suit, a suit made of iron. He's got this idea for yeah. some form of... Yeah, so he's thinking, Exo I need to build this style thing suit. to get out of here. Do you remember here? at yeah, CES yeah. like 10 years ago or yes. maybe 8 years ago, there was these huge uh, exoskeletons that yep. people were... It's actually a sport, like an exoskeleton wars okay. kind of thing. This is just more like a body armor suit yeah. with huge technologies in it, but that's what he was working towards. And, uh, but he, again, by the way, yeah. at this point, I'm like, okay, I'm actually quite all in on this movie because yeah. it's not the story of a superhero doing super superhero yeah. things. It's a story of... How Iron Man is he's created. sort of using his he's using so, his intelligence to get out and his and his knowledge to get out of the place. Let me foreshadow yes. that I worry that I won't like following movies. Oh. Because I like this idea. Yep. But I'm not sure how I'll go with him just being Iron Man. Okay. And being a superhero. Save, save that's one of your questions. You you answered all my questions already. <laughs> okay. But what we see, I do like this little montage of him working on this yeah. on the thing. You got to you got to make it clear there's a passage of time. Yeah, there is a bit. It's like he, he ends up being in that cave for three months. So some, so that's what he says after he's rescued. But yep. so there is a t passage of time, and we see uh, the progression. And then when it's time to for them to produce their results, I liked how they've remember they rigged the door with a bomb. <laughs> so yeah. they they try to open it, and the bomb goes off, knocks them down, and. The the doctor, the guy that's with him, he he his he name is Yinson, His name is so he goes, well, mate, oh, oh, he sort of goes and and tries to chase to chase him out the way yeah. to sort of create a path to because there's some for sort him. of upload reboot. Yes, to go yeah, he on says, look, when, when this, for. he goes, there should be a, a progress bar. He goes, yes, okay. He goes, all right, oh, I'm, and and he says, right, I'm gonna. He charges out. It, it reminded me of the the scene in Star Wars where Han Solo runs ah oh, with his gun and turns around and into a room where there's fifty stormtroopers. That's what happens with this guy, right. and so what? What then we see is he Stark puts the suits activated, yeah, and then remember when it's big one, too. one one of the one of the terrorists came near him and he just bang bang and knocked him locked him flying, yeah, and then starts shooting and they start shooting at him and he's kind of bulletproof now, yeah. Uh, but then when he finally gets out the front of the, it's not much. There's not much talking during this period. That's why there's no audio. Yeah. But when he gets outside the cave, he goes. They start shooting at him. And then he goes. Okay, my turn. And goes just fly, flamethrower. And then when he's sort of cornered, yeah, because there's, there's snipers up on the hill. Oh, yeah. he's there's seen, fires going off everywhere. He, a couple of a couple of shots do hit him in in like an area that makes him kind of cobble himself. Yeah, but yeah. he never really gets crippled by it. No, no. Which you he's know, withstood is, is everything again, that they gave him. Of disbelief because yeah. there's been no testing of this suit. No, at all. No. Uh, this is his first time in the suit, yes. and he's doing very well. well. We know how what he's like in testing. There's a good quote later okay. about that. But um, what he, when he's cornered, he literally takes off. Yeah. So he's got you thinking, holy hell, he's got this thing can fly as well. Yeah. Well, not fly. It's sort of like a rocket that goes like up, jet, but you know it's got to come down. Jet uh, packs. Yeah. It's like a, a jet pack. In in a suit, yeah. And yeah. so when he takes off, he realizes, oh, it runs out, and then he's he's got to fall again, and he goes, oh, and then so he ends up in his suits in pieces, but manages to survive. He gets himself together, and then he's literally 
after he's literally taken off, he's then uh, lands in the desert and then he's rescued. Crash lands, like yeah. pretty heavily. Oh, yeah. And again, Bits by the way, everywhere. suspension of disbelief because yeah. human being in metal suit yeah. with no clear buffer of uh, well, protection, yeah. he would have died. Maybe he put some lambs, lambs wool in there or something. Some I don't la- think that Some help. sheepskin. I don't think that's going to help. Anyway, <laughs> okay. survives somehow landing yes. in a uh, in a sand dune. But then, yeah, he's, he's walking through the desert and rescued he loved by that. American Great choppers. sound of US choppers. Yep. And he's rescued. So now he's back to the US and he's greeted by Pepper Butts. Who else but Pepper? Your eyes are red. A few tears for your long lost boss. Tears of joy. I hate job hunting. Yeah, vacation's over. Where to, sir? Take us to the hospital, no. please, Happy. No, Tony, you, no, you have to go answer. to the hospital. I don't the have to do anything. To I've been in you. captivity for three months. There are two things I want to do. I want an American cheeseburger. And the other... That's enough of that. It's not what you think. I want you to call for a press conference now. Call for a press conference? Yeah. Hogan, what on drive. earth for? Cheeseburger first. Cheeseburger first. Cheeseburger He's got first. his priorities right. I do like his priorities. Yes. He's very specific to an American cheeseburger. Let's yeah. go. American. Well, he's been, he's been not in America for yeah. quite a while. So they're basically, he holds a press conference and he, the sort of theme this of feels, his, his sort you, of... Remember earlier when you yeah. said uh, ad-libbed? Yes. I actually, as soon as you said that, I thought, I wonder if the sitting down was yeah. ad-libbed. It was. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant. Because it felt ad-libbed. Yeah, it did. Yeah, that was because awesome. he said, "Yeah, because he wanted to sit down." He goes, "Look, you all sit down. Less formal. Let's go." Yeah, you. Yeah. Uh, and Very then well he, he tells them what he wants to do. I never got to say goodbye to Dad. I never got to say goodbye to my father. There's questions that I would ask him. I would ask him how he felt about what this company did. If he was conflicted, if he ever had doubts. Or maybe he was every inch the man we all remember from the newsreels. I saw young Americans killed by the very weapons I created to defend them and protect them. And I saw that I had become part of a system that is comfortable with zero accountability. Hey, Ben. What happened over there? Uh, I, I had my eyes open. I came to realize that I have more to offer this world than just making things that blow up. And that is why, effective immediately, I am shutting down the weapons manufacturer division of Starfleet International. Big so, call. Yeah, massive call. That's like McDonald's and... saying, we're not making burgers anymore, <laughs> folks. <laughs> That's right. In, or in his case, Burger King. He oh, was that's true. Burger King. That felt like product yeah. placement too. Yeah. By the oh, way. was it ever? There was a few there. Did you see the LG yeah. phone at the start? As yes, well? true. Yeah. Okay. This is. I think it's just on. I think during production was pre-iPhone, but post-production would have been iPhone. True. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, that decision to shut down the weapons manufacturing division doesn't sit well with his business partner, our man Obadiah Stain. What a name, too, by the yeah. way, Obadiah. Sort of very religious kind of is name. It? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. What he wants to do, he wants to explore the arc reactor technology. Right. He shows him what's in his chest. He goes, mate, that's not what we don't do that. This is, we're yeah. a weapons company. We make weapons. Um, so anyway, he's called uh, a little time later. He's at home. Pepper Potts is called by Stark to help him. He goes, how big are your hands? Remember, he says about <laughs> the size of her hands. I'm yeah. thinking, what the hell is he doing? Uh, and he goes down there and he uh, she, he needs help to install the new, uh, He's built new, a new arc reactor. Little arc reactor. Yeah. 
Okay, now make sure that when you pull it out, you don't pull out the, there's a magnet at the end of it. That was it. <laughs> you just pulled out. Okay. Oh, God. I was okay. not expecting it. Don't do put I it do? back in. What don't do put I? it back in. What's wrong? Uh, nothing. I'm just going into cardiac arrest because you what? yanked it I thought out you said this was like safe. Out lure. We gotta hurry. Take this, take this. Okay. We gotta switch it out really quick. Okay. Okay. Tony. What? It's gonna be okay. Is okay. It? It's gonna be okay. I, I am gonna make this okay. Hope. Okay, you're gonna attach that okay. to the base plate and make sure you. Was that so hard? That was fun, right? It was well done, that scene, because she had to reach into his chest. I'm glad you brought that up. Yes, well, when he, it looked like, that's an effect, of course, right? So how they did that, it was filmed using a prosthetic chest. So he was there, so you see his head, and it was a fake chest projecting out at a, at a, at an angle mm, so and what they did, up. they shined a light along where the join would be. So you wouldn't see it. So there, if you look closely, kind of like Da Vinci code and the old man and the correct yeah, and the, his eight day clock. That's yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> Not shining on these, on his junk, but, um, but he, yeah. Yeah. So they my... shone it there so that it would look like it was, um, in the, where the potential fake chest edges would have been. You right. didn't see it. Yeah. My problem with that scene yeah. is the magnet. The magnet. The, she pulled the magnet. The, alleged, the yeah, magnet yeah. is the thing that's preventing yes. him from dying. But that's the but, thing that's drawing. And but she his puts new, his new thing. To, she was He she he says you weren't meant to pull the magnet. He he says yeah. he's about to say don't pull the magnet out, and she does. Yeah. And then she doesn't put it back in. Okay. Well, the it's new, a massive problem. The new one covers it. The no. new one's got it all sorted. No. Yeah. It's a fault. <laughs> okay. Well. You can argue with Tony Stark if you like. Um, I'll, I'll get, I'm going to get on some forums. He does mention, uh, remember his mate that's in the military, Rhodes. He yep. says to him, he says, look, mate, look, I'm working on something massive. I want you to get involved. He goes, but look, he you know he, what? He no, has thanks. no interest. Yeah, he goes, no, mate. None you, at all. We're in, there's dramas already. I don't need more dramas. Right. So he kind of brushes him off. And this is where he just yeah. goes back and buries himself in his work, essentially. Yes. Buries himself down in his, in his very expressive Massive man, man cave. cave. Yeah. <laughs> Underground. Yeah. Just awesome. Is that a real house, by the way, that Malibu uh, no, joint? No, okay. No. Looks epic. Yep. And and he's just tinkering away yeah. now on this suit. That's so it. yeah. So he's uh he's working now, begins working on the advanced version. I think he starts, he calls it the Mark II. Mark, Mark one, one was, was the one the in K. Afghanistan. So yeah. this is Mark II. Now, meanwhile, back in the desert, Raza, the They're terrorists, gathering right? up the pieces. Yeah, so they're thinking, hang on, what's this? What's this? And they're sort of putting the pieces because they saw They him. witnessed this bloody thing. Yeah, yeah. and so yeah. I thought, we've got to find this thing. And they, they get all the pieces back together. Now, bookmark that thought, okay? Yes. Stark then builds, starts building, and one of the things he has to test are the repulses in his palms. Yeah. Remember when uh, he's... I think he had the he had the the ones in his did he have the ones in his feet already or just his no, hands? He, was he just had the hands. hands. Yeah, he and he hands. goes, Okay, let's test this. And he goes, Let's go to twenty percent. And then he goes, whoosh, and it blows him up to the back of the to the back of his oh, That man might cave. have been feet as well. That was might, feet as was well. It? Yeah, 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 okay. Yeah. Well he, he went pretty hard. Which would have yeah, killed yeah. him again. But yeah, anyway. Yeah. So yeah, he got knocked around a bit. And then there's this little montage, of course, of him building the suit and tinkering yeah, with yeah, it yeah. and talking to Jarvis. Jarvis, which is his like computer. Jarvis voice is like his AI. Now Jarvis if you listen closely, and the actor who is Jarvis's voice is an actor named Paul Bettany. He was in the Da Vinci Code, which oh, we did last sick. week. He played the monk. Remember the with the albino monk? Oh, That's right. Paul Bettany. Wow. And he also then comes into the Marvel Universe as a character. He was in Master and Commander. So okay. he said, easiest job I ever had, just two hours a day, and I got paid millions to do this voice. So <laughs> bring it on, he said. <laughs> 
so we see this montage of him building it. Uh, Obadiah Stane visits him with pizza. Remember, he's just got back yeah, from yeah. New York, and he tells him that there is dramas with the board. The board is claiming you're post-traumatic stress. They're filing an injunction. A what? They want to lock you out. Why? Because the stock's dipped 40 points? We knew that was going to happen. 56 and a half. It doesn't matter. We own the controlling interest in the company. Tony, the board has rights too. They're making the case that you and your new direction isn't in the company's best interest. I'm being responsible. That's a new direction for me, for the company. I mean, me on the company's behalf being responsible for the way that... Oh, come on. Hey, Tony, Tony. I'll be in the shop. Hey, 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 Tony, listen. I'm trying to turn this thing around, but you're going to give me something, something to pitch him. Let me have the engineers analyze that. You know, drop some specs. No. It'll give no, me a bone. Absolutely to not. This one stays with me. That's it, Obi. Forget it. All right, well, this stays with me then. Come on, here. You can have a piece. Take Thank two. you. You mind if I come down there and see what you're doing? Good night, Obi. That's a I like hard one. I like how he calls him Obi. Obi. Uh, Obadiah. Obadiah. Obi. As he, I thought he meant Obi Wan Kenobi. Wow. But Obi is Obadiah. <clears throat> You'd have to so, have a nickname uh, for if your name's Obadiah. So you know there's dramas with the board, and he says, remember, he says, why don't we develop this? Remember the his yeah, chest he's like, thing, this that, is let's huge. Do like, let's do it. Yeah, no, mate, that's for me. Which is smart, right? That's yeah. that's him being or, the businessman going, mate, if you yeah. want to take this place, yeah. this business on another direction, yeah. then he's trying I'm to be, pretty uh, sure some sort of fusion power yeah. in a palm of your hand is pretty good. He's trying to be the voice of reason here. Because just imagine, talk just for a second, Obadiah, yeah. right? Yeah. So in, at this point of the movie, I'm thinking, so this bloke's actually smart, right? Tony's yeah. just destroyed the weapons business for them. Imagine yeah, you've got this little thing. Yeah. Just now imagine vehicles. Oh, yeah, anything. The size of yeah. batteries today, like power, all that kind of power stuff. Power cities with it. It's unbelievable, yeah, yeah. right? Basically. So he can see the potential in that. Absolutely. So Stark goes down and continues to build the Mark II suit and decides to test the flight capabilities. Full on, too. Now, uh, what happens here? The flight goes well. But he, remember, he, he does has go an up ice into the problem. Ice. He yeah, has he an icy problem. And uh, he thinks, oh, okay, I'm a bit of Saved trouble Saved by meters before yes. he died. But I like how he, he's about to land and he lands heavy. Goes through three levels of his house. Onto his AC and, and uh, he, uh, he he smashes down into the house and um, he discovers a package is in there too. When he, which dust, she, he which, dusts himself off. Which yeah. Pepper Potts brought in some time ago. Yes. He brought it in earlier in the in the, in the the scene, like a couple of scenes yeah. ago. She yeah. brought this package in, left it there with a coffee cup on top, on top and he kind of sees Before it Before his flight, yeah. Yep. But now, now he's back. And he opens it up, and it's remember what she pulled out of his chest before. And he says, "Destroy that." Like yeah. Earlier, the, he the says, original, I've got no nostalgia. The yes. original little uh, battery thing. Correct. He says, "Destroy it." Yeah. But she didn't do that. She mounts it in a box with a little sign that says, "Proof: Tony Stark has a heart." Genius. Yeah. Very oh, funny. God, too. And you know what? Imagine that <clears throat> prop. That'd be worth a lot of money. That prop. To if you were a collector. Have you bid on it? No, I haven't. No, it'd be out of my price range. But uh, we do find that he's uh, he's about to go off to a charity ball in his honour. He thought, I'm going to crash my own charity ball. He didn't even know he wasn't even invited, apparently. Yeah. Uh, but he does tell Jarvis to put the finishing touches to the suit. The render is complete. A little ostentatious, don't you think? What was I thinking? You're usually Gold. so discreet. Tell you what, throw a little hot rod red in there. Yes, that should help you keep a low profile. <laughs> Jarvis is a bit of a smart ass, isn't he? Yeah, he is. He definitely, he's got he's a got personality, a of, that bit AI. Of, bit yeah. of attitude. 
Anyway, at the charity ball, uh, he decides to crash it and he's stunned to see Pepper Potts in this and stunning backless dress. Uh, and he goes over, they, they dance and they have a bit of a moment. but Almost kiss on the balcony. Nearly, nearly, yeah. Who but withdraws? Not, not to be. Uh, weren't they interrupted or? Uh, I think. No, I, I feel like she stopped. does. No, yeah. I think she does. She goes, oh, you're my boss. The people saw me dancing with you and it's, it's too hard. And, yeah. Yeah, mm. she's hesitant. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Stark sees the reporter from earlier. Remember the lady he bedded earlier in the yes, film? Yes, She's got photos from, uh, this time. Yes, she does. But, but not of them. But this remote. <laughs> she's just uh, look, pay me a billion and I'll put these on the internet. Would have been no, a better move. Yeah. But uh, she shows him photographs from, from the remote Afghan village where he was captured, remember? Right. And he shows that they're being terror they're, they're still being terrorized there. Tony Stark. Oh, hey. Thanks for seeing you here. Carrie. Christine. That's right. You have a lot of nerve showing up here tonight. Can I at least get a reaction from you? Panic. I would say panic is my... I was referring to your company's involvement in this latest atrocity. Yeah, they just put my name on the invitation. I don't know what to tell you. I actually almost fought at hook, line, and sinker. I was out of town for a couple months, in case you didn't is hear. Is this what you call accountability? It's a town called Gomira. Heard of it? Hmm. That's where he was held. So when, when he gets back to his place, you, you can see the TV, like CNN, the type channels playing in the background, showing all the dramas that are happening. Hmm. Um, and he decides, well, you know what? We uh, actually now before because that the, he, on the steps he talks to leaving, state. Yeah, sorry. Obadiah says to him, "Mate, it was me that filed the injunction because yeah. it's the only way to protect you." Yeah, and he kind of whispers so that, that in his ear oh. while making him pose for photos. Yeah, so he and couldn't stuff. react. Yeah, a smart move on mm, his part. Mm. Yeah, but then yeah, he does then go home, sees the reports on TV, and decides, you know what, I'm going to go. <laughs> I, I, I'm he's just, just going to head over there. He's not one for testing. No. He's just going to fire up this new suit and get there. And off he goes, and uh, he's going to do something about it. He tears up the place, and I like how, remember, he's flying, gets blown out of the sky by a tank, lands down there, and I like how he fires a little missile, and you think, oh, that's done nothing. He turns around, then behind him, poof, the tank Tank's blows gone, up. Yeah. Pretty cool. Now, as he's flying back, though, this is a cool bit where... This is a really good yeah, scene. He tangles with a couple of F-22 Raptor jets, and they're thinking, what is that? Is that a bogey? I don't, jet I don't bogey. know what. It's on the radar. <laughs> yeah. They don't know what it is. It's a bit full on, and there's but, a control center going, what the hell yes. is Well, Rhodes, his mate Rhodes, is in the control center, and not knowing that it's actually Has him, no idea. He decides to give him a call. Because he thinks he might have developed Hello. it. Hello. Yeah. Tony. Who says? It's Rhodes. Sorry, hello? I said it's Rhodes. Speak up, please. What the hell is that noise? Oh, yeah, I'm driving the top down. <laughs> yeah, well, I need your help right now. It's funny how that works, huh? Yeah, speaking of funny, we've got a weapons depot that was just blown up a few clicks from where you were being held captive. Well, that's a, uh, that's a hot spot. Sounds like someone stepped in and did your job for you. Why do you sound out of breath, Tony? I'm not. I was just jogging in the canyon. I thought you were driving. Right, I was driving uh, to the canyon <laughs> where I'm going to jog. You sure you don't have any tech in that area I should know about? Nope. Bogey spotted! Whiplash, come in hot. Okay, good, because I'm staring at one right now and it's about to be blown to kingdom come. <laughs> Which so, is his uh, way of saying... So Rhodes is basically rang me to say, mate, I know you're working on something because you, mm. you you came to me and asked yes. about it. Um, there's something doing. Uh, mm. We're going to blow it up. So yeah. if you're doing something, you better let me know. Did you like the bit where the other pilot saw like Stark was hanging, was, on, on, hanging the on the bottom of the, of the plane? <laughs> and he goes, what's that? Uh, and anyway, long story short, he ends up knocking one of them. I think one of them hits him and 
wing blows off. The wing off. blows off. So here's the pilot the ejects. Pilot ejects. The ejector seat works, but then the parachute doesn't work. Yes. So he flies and saves him. Stark in yeah. Iron he, Man he comes kicks. down and actually saves the day by yeah. kicking the, the, the parachute out. Wow. Lucky he was there. So everyone's good. And I do like that when he returns and he's getting all of his gear taken off him. Uh, this is a great moment. Pepper great Potts, line. Pepper Potts used works in. Yeah. Hey. Ow. So the more you struggle, the more this is going to hurt. Me, General, it's my first time. I designed this to come off, so. Ow! Hey! Ah. Please try not to move. Hey. In walks Pepper. <laughs> What's going on here? Let's face it, this is not the worst thing you've caught me doing. <laughs> <laughs> Love that line. Bullet holes? So she realizes he's, he's seen, seen some action there. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, it's it's time now to uh, stain. Here's the sort of the, the whole the the, kind the of third plot act, twist, really. The, the third act yeah. plot twist here where Stain visits the terrorist camp to meet uh, our man Raza. Ten rings later. Compliments of Tony Stark. Ah, if you kill him when you were supposed to, you'd still have a face. Greatest trinkets to kill a prince. Show me the weapon. So hear what he said. If you did, if you had it done if what it, you were told, yes. So in other words, he organised it. Yeah. And then the what Raza did, I think the, real, the, the realization was, hang on, this bloke is Tony Stark. I'm not going to kill him. We're going to use him. Remember, he said you paid us trinkets to to kill a prince. So he thought, well, I'm not going to kill him. I'm going to use him. And this is the this is what happened. Because he, so yeah, this yeah. this terrorist has witnessed. Yeah. What he thinks is the most amazing thing, weaponry in every way, because yep. it flies and all that stuff. So he's thinking, well, hang on a minute. Glad I didn't kill the bloke, mm. and no, nor will I. Can we just work out how to get yeah. more of these suits? That's what he So does. he hands over the suit yeah. to Obadiah because he's like, well, there's only well, one person that's going to be able to make this thing happen. He doesn't hand it over. He actually he No, he says he's going to he, exchange no, he, him. But then he stuns him. Remember with that But he does thing. say he's going to exchange yeah. it for him. He's going yeah. It's going to be what well, he wants. But what we what we find out too is that Stain has been secretly dealing with these terrorists. So that's right. And we realize that the, the That's he where all those ambush, weapons came from. Yeah, plan the ambush. He stuns him and then takes that the Iron Man Mark I suit back to the U.S. with him. Yeah. Um, Stark realizes now that he needs to find out some information to before he makes his next move, and he enlists Pepper to do a little run a little errand. You know that I would help you with anything, but I cannot help you if you're going to start all of this again. There is nothing except this. There's no art opening. There is no benefit. There is nothing to sign, there is the next mission and nothing else. Is that so? Well, then I quit. You stood by my side all these years while I reaped the benefits of destruction. And now that I'm trying to protect the people that I put in harm's way, you're gonna walk out? You're gonna kill yourself, Tony. I'm not gonna be a part of it. I shouldn't be alive. Unless it was for a reason. I'm not crazy, Pepper. I just finally know what I have to do. So he slips her a US a little special USB drive. Mm. She goes into his into an office. I don't know whether it's Tony Stark's office or whose office it is. Mm. She manages to download the files, but in yes. walks Stain. While and she's doing yeah. the download. And and while he's she's sort of hiding what she's doing. 
and she leaves, but then she he goes and looks at the computer and sees that files have been downloaded. Mm. So he realizes, uh oh. Does a computer tell that. you files downloaded? Does the well, system no, do that? No, it would say download complete. Yeah, right. And she remember she put the screensaver on yeah. while the download, download was happening, and then it, she put what, a newspaper on it. As what well. it should yeah. say is disk not safely ejected because <laughs> she just pulled the USB stick. <laughs> Have you ever done that? Have you? Do you, do you always you know safely funny? eject on a Mac? I always do because yeah, the eject too, button's yeah. just there. On a yeah. PC, it's not as easy. It you always tells you, hey, even on a PC, it tells you if you haven't safely yeah. removed it. So she obviously ignored that. That's very <laughs> much her, so. The files would yeah. have been fine, though. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, what, what we see next, Stain has walked in to meet with his engineers mm. who are obviously working on something, but they tell him they can't replicate the arc reactor that's, that our man Stark built. Uh, Mr. Stain, sir, uh, We've explored what you've asked us, and it seems as though there's a little hiccup, actually. Um, to hiccup? Yes, to power the suit. So the technology actually doesn't exist. So it's... it's wait, it's, wait, it's, wait, the technology? William, here is the technology. I've asked you to simply make it smaller. Okay, sir, and that's what we're trying to do, but honestly, it's impossible. Tony Stark was able to build this in a cave! <laughs> with a box of scraps! I'm sorry. I'm not Tony Stark. That's Fair one cool. of my favorite lines. He managed to build this in a cave. <laughs> it's a good point. And I guess I'm not Which Tony in Stark. itself is questionable, but yeah. that's yeah. Not, that's his whole point. But he's not Tony Stark. No. So that's uh that's it. So uh Stain, we realize that if they can't replicate it, then he's gonna have to take the original. Yeah. So he turns up at, at uh, Stark's house and he uses that stun thing that incapacitates yes. Raza. So he sort of incapacitated him. And he tells him that it's you like know, a direct I, freeze. I am going to take this. When I uh, ordered the hit on you, tells him. Imagine being incapacitated. I that. Word yeah. that I was killing the golden goose. <laughs> but you see, it was just fate that you survived that. You had one last golden egg to give. You really think that just because you have an idea, it belongs to you? Your father, he helped give us the atomic bomb. Now, what kind of world would it be today if he was as selfish as you? So he's taken the it out. out of his chest. I do have a lot of questions yeah. about the little arc in his chest. Yeah. <clears throat> because it was originally a thing that was created as a power to create electromagnetic, electromagnetic battery to, to electromagnet to keep the shrapnel out of his heart. It's not something that keeps him alive. It's something that prevents him from being killed by shrapnel. Yeah. Right? So this next bit where he's lost that thing... Like he, he's pretty quickly. It's like the early when he says he's going into cardiac arrest. Yeah. I, I don't know why he's going into cardiac arrest so quickly. Yeah, is the shrapnel that close to his heart? Pro and probably, if he's going yeah. into cardiac arrest, isn't it over? Like, how does? Uh, yeah, yeah the, this part of it, I don't yeah, fully I, I, get. I, I think, and I wonder if that's kind yeah. of thing. If I went into the into the you know forums, there'd be a lot of conversation about how the arc reactor in his yeah. chest works and all that rubbish. Maybe but, if you're a heart surgeon, you'd be watching this and thinking, okay, mate, thinking there's not enough room for that in his body. Probably, maybe. maybe. But uh, how it, is it, ribs being? It's you know? <laughs> it's a movie. 
and his chest plate, the chest plate, yeah. you know, you got a hard, yeah, your, that's been removed, I assume. Yeah, yeah. So your sternum, yeah. yeah. Uh, but you know what he does? He remembers. I've got a spare First one thing of I thought, spare one. As soon as Obadiah so left and left him alive, Potts, Pepper Potts saved I'm like, his go life. and get the bloody trophy. Yeah. So he goes down there and uh, manages to smash it. I think his mate Rhodes turns up. Yes. He manages to to survive, and they realise that. Um, Oh mate, that his old mate is going to start building his own suit. Yeah, because he needs this. He's thinking, okay. So Pepper and Colson. Colson's one of the agents that was talking earlier, and he he sort of reappears in the other movies as well. They arrive at Stark Industries, and I love this scene where they're in there trying to look around, and she's looking through some chains, and then the eyes light the up, eyes and you see, up, yeah. whoa, hang on a minute. You know he's there somewhere yeah. in this suit. So the, he's in this suit that they call the Iron Munger suit because it's not quite the polished Iron Man suit. Right. So they call it Iron Munger in the in the script. Anyway. Okay. And, and so and he, he yeah. appears through the bloody through the roadway yeah. from underneath, and it's it's pretty dramatic when when he makes his appearance. Now yeah. that. That whole thing was a big animatronic puppet, and how they operated it was built by Stan Winston Studios, really famous effects guy. Uh, it was ten feet tall, so what's that? Three and a half meters tall. Yeah. Weighed like you know five hundred kilos, and was built on a set of gimbals so they could actually simulate the walk. So it wasn't a stop motion. It was actually a big thing that they big rig that they built. Five people needed to operate it, so wow. it was a lot of work went into that one, uh, and. As we see, Pepper Potts is sort of cornered, and you're thinking, uh-oh, here's, uh, she's in trouble here. No, you're not. No, and then not, our man, thinking, come on, Tony, fly Tony in. Tony Stark arrives in his Mark III suit, and I from think. from there, now. the and battle is on. Pepper is about to be killed, and he, he saves her. And then, yeah, the battle's on, and they it's sort of on the streets of Los Angeles. You see you know, buses tossed around and them fighting each other, and... Um, when he gets him, when he gets him in a headlock, you hear our man Stain say this. For thirty years, I've been holding you up. I built this company for nothing, and nothing is going to stand in my way. Least of all, you. So battle royale there, and uh, as at this point, I think um, Tony Stark takes off one or Iron Man takes off one of his gloves, and then tells Pepper Potts, "You need to overload the reactor so that hopefully the shock wave will yeah, stop like, everybody." Wait, wait for me to get off yeah. the roof, and then and I'll then give you the now, command. Yeah, and then and they do that, and uh, the Iron Munger is then falls I think, through through the building, and yep. Stark himself is nearly killed, uh, but. He, I think he gets back the reactor because from he's got the no power. Yeah. So he, he goes he gets to the other, back suit, the other get one. it back. Yeah. And he now puts it back he in. He survives himself. the shock. Yeah, he does. And uh, he restores it in his chest. And uh, there you have it. So he, he defeated Stain. Yeah. So now, fast forward, they've, they've patched themselves up and they're now uh, about to hold a press conference. Yep. And. He needs to address the dramas because, you know, a, a factory blows up. You've got to explain it. There's going to be some but questions. He, he does give him a little alibi. Iron Man, that's kind of catchy. It's got a nice ring to it. I mean, it's not technically accurate. This suit's a gold titanium alloy, but it's kind of evocative, the imagery, anyway. There's your alibi. Headline that says Iron Man. Okay. You were on your yacht. Yeah. We have port papers to put you in Avalon all night and sworn statements from 50 of your guests. See, I was thinking maybe we should say it was just uh, just Pepper and me alone on the island. Hello. 
That's what happens. All right. Just read it word for word. Read it word for word is the critical uh, <laughs> prompt. But then when he gets up there, I think he, uh, he goes off script. There's been speculation that I was involved in the events that occurred, the freeway and the rooftop. I'm sorry, so Mr. Stark, but do you honestly expect us to believe that that was a bodyguard in a suit that conveniently appeared, despite the fact that... I know that it's how... confusing. It is one thing to question the official story and another thing entirely to make wild accusations or insinuate that I'm uh, a superhero. I never said you were a superhero. Didn't? Mm -mm. Well, good, because that would be outlandish and uh, <laughs> fantastic. I, I, I'm just not the, the hero type, clearly, with this uh, laundry list of character defects, all the mistakes I made, largely public. Yeah, okay, yeah. Truth is, I am Iron Man. Whoa. Now, would you believe that was ad-libbed? What? Robert Downey Jr. ad-libbed that, and the producer, Kevin Feig, approved it uh, in the final cut. So that was one because, of the Because, so the original the intent wasn't to expose him no, as Iron Man? No, The original intent was to yeah. go to the script and maybe have him out, you know, just be a bit idiot, idiotic, but essentially... No. Create thought, a cover story. I'm going to out myself as Iron Man. And so, because you got to remember, a lot of the superheroes had a secret identity. That's so right. Spider-Man was Peter Parker. Yeah. You know, Superman was Clark Kent. Clark Kent and yeah. Batman is Bruce Wayne. He thought, well, stuff it. I'm going to just be out there as Iron Man. And that that's what they decided to do. And so... They would Marvel, have shot an alternate ending, obviously, oh, as they, they per had the a, script. There was something in the script, but they mm. thought this was better. Wow. Now, l the credits roll here, right? And Luckily, like, like, Stephen had, I when I 10 cents, Stephen a text <laughs> with a photo, proof of life, I'm watching the movie, don't worry. He goes, here's a tip. Here's a tip. Watch it past the credits. <laughs> yep. And i gotta, I got to give credit to Disney Plus here. I'm thinking, I don't want to. It had a skip credits button because yeah. it knew there was something of there. Of course. Because, you know, the skip button on, on a streaming service yep. normally takes you to the next movie, the next episode, the yep. whatever. So hitting that, I was like, I wonder if this is going to take me to Iron Man 2. Hit skip credits and it took me straight, straight to the to after credit scene. scene. Jarvis. Welcome home, I am Iron Man. <laughs> you think you're the only superhero in the world? Mr. Stark, you've become part of a bigger universe. You just don't know it yet. Who the hell are you? Nick Fury. Director of S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh. I'm here to talk to you about the Avenger Initiative. And there is born a massive franchise of movies. Those, I mean, that post-credit yeah. scene yeah. creates the Avengers franchise. Does it ever. Let's get through some great lines. We'll yeah. talk more about the franchise later. Let's get some lines happening here. And I, I like this one when Pepper Potts met, met the reporter after in the, the morning after, sort of the walk of shame about to start. Yeah. Jesus. That's Jarvis. He runs the house. I've got your clothes here. They've been dry cleaned and pressed. And there's a car waiting for you outside that will take you anywhere you'd like to go. You must be the famous Pepper Potts. Indeed I am. After all these years, Tony still has you picking up the dry cleaning. I do anything and everything that Mr. Sark requires including occasionally taking out the trash. <laughs> <laughs> Love that line. Now, you remember you were saying about how Tony Stark's not a big testing guy? This explains it. 
Sir, there are still terabytes of calculations needed before an actual flight is a Jarvis, sometimes you gotta run before you can walk. <laughs> Ready? That, that, that explains his personality, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, I do love this part of uh, when, uh, what's his name, Rhodes discovers that it was him that hit the plane. Do yeah. you remember that? This is, this is classic. You still there? Hey, thanks. Oh my God, you crazy son of a bitch. <laughs> you owe me a plane, you know that, right? <laughs> Yeah, well, technically he hit me, so... Now you're going to come by and see what I'm working on? No, 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 no. The less I know, the better. <laughs> technically he <laughs> hit me. <laughs> Which is true. Which is fair. I think that's fair. Yeah, that's yeah, fair. Yeah. All right. How did that happen? Some little things. I know it's a movie. It's a yeah, superhero yeah. movie, all right? But the suit that he built was with the um, the iron or steel sheeting. Mm. Wouldn't have been able to stop bullets. It's only a couple of millimeters thick. Yeah, you need pretty thick. So, yeah, yeah, you need pretty thick armor to do that. Um, speaking of him hitting the plane, right? When he falls off one plane and hits the other, he shears off the left wing. Yep. But the plane immediately goes in a clockwise roll as if the right wing's weight that would cause the dip. So in actuality, it should have been counterclockwise. The, Depends on which the way plane the, the ailerons were. Yeah, no. But if you're missing a wing, mate, you're going to spin in one direction. Mate, I don't know. That's being really picky, isn't it? Oh, I think it is. Um, in reality, you know, when they're, whenever there's soldiers on a convoy, um, they are trained, even in the event of an ambush, never to stop their vehicles. They so you keep get driving. Out. No, you wouldn't stop, have gotten out. Keep driving. Yeah. The whole point of an IED on the road like that is to have a yeah. convoy stop and then ambush them. Whereas, yeah. well, obviously that happened early on, and in, but these days they would just keep driving. Unfortunately. Okay, a couple of comic V movie. Oh yeah. Uh, in the comics, Obadiah Stane. Didn't wasn't part of Stark Enterprises. He had his own uh, like company, Stain International. That was like a, they made them work together in the film. Right, now in the comics as well, Tony Stark uh, was took part in the Vietnam War. Now initially, they John Favreau said, "Well, we we might switch that to the Gulf War," but um, as his the the character developed, they thought, "Well, let's change it to Afghanistan." He sort of not went to war, but was supplying weapons for the Afghanistan war. So that's right. how they switch it. So they okay. sort of brought it more a contemporary right. storyline. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. Things you might not know. Uh, when, do you remember during the final battle um, where Tony and the in the Ironman suit, um, he drives an Audi R8 yep. that would crash into the Ironmonger's legs, then flip over. That was the plan. Hmm. But when, um, after which Iron Man would cut the car in half and jump out, when they, the it was so well built that they, it would they couldn't flip the car in the stunt. They, they couldn't flip it, so they thought, you know what, let's just crash through the roof and, and wouldn't split. So they decided <laughs> they had to rewrite a bit of the sequence for that to happen. The frame, the car's frame was too tough. That's an Audi. So frame. good on you, Audi. Um, this was the first in a planned six picture deal between Marvel and Paramount. So Paramount were the distributors. Okay. Marvel made the movie. That was the studio. Paramount distributed. They did a for deal For something that to... took so long to come to oh, fruition yeah. and yeah. for something that was, uh, you know, Marvel was a, the movie uh, producers were created to do this. Yeah. It's amazing to get a six-picture deal. Well, it was the, fir the first in a planned six-picture mm. deal. They thought if this is goes to it goes to you know what they're not going to yeah, make any more. But the, they planned to make the Avengers, Iron Man two and three, Thor, Captain America. So they had plenty there. 
The Iron Man suit, yeah. made up of 450 separate pieces. Jesus. It takes a lot to put that together, huh? And as I mentioned, Jarvis, Jarvis is actually an acronym. Right. Just a rather very intelligent system. Oh, very good. They love yeah. their acronyms. They Shield do. was the other one. Yeah. Every time they said the full name Shield. of Shield, I thought, I thought it was, hang on, does it spell? It spells Shield. Oh, it Shield? Yeah. oh yeah, I got yeah. it. Yeah. Did you notice? No. When, uh, now again, remember uh, when, if you, I love hitting the pause button sometimes. When Pepper, remember when she's downloaded the <laughs> You files? would hit the pause yeah. button on Pepper. I do, yeah. When Pepper is downloading the set of files, remember? Yeah. Uh, one document is listed as Lebowski. <laughs> and that's actually Jeff Bridges' character in The Big Lebowski. Yeah. Did you also notice one of the cars in Tony Stark's garage? Yeah. A Tesla Roadster. Right. And it hadn't even been released yet. Wow. Now, uh, spoiler alert, I just finished reading Elon Musk's book and he actually mentions visiting the set, talking to start to oh, Robert wow. Downey Jr. Yeah. And in that conversation, he thought that he was just about to release the Roadster. He said, why don't you put the, you know, give us some product placement? And they gave him, gave him one to have in the background. Hadn't even been released yet. It was wow. pre-release model of the of the uh, of the Roadster. Uh, Tony Stark drives an Audi R8 yep. in the movie, as you know. Um, they did a promotional deal where they made they they did a deal with uh, with Audi. Two other cars, the Audi S5 Coupe and the Q7 SUV, are also in the movie. Did you notice those? No. Did you also notice Stan Lee in the movie? No, because I wouldn't. He wouldn't now, know if he was sitting on the couch over there. He uh, he appears at the party. Remember one of the scenes, and he goes, and and Stark says, uh, "G'day, Hef." So he he oh, he thought Stan he was Lee? that's Stan Lee. It wasn't Hugh Hefner. Far he was there with three blonde women, and that's he funny. was that's he always makes a cameo in all the all the movies. Right, but okay. he's, he's dead now. But when he while he was alive, he made them all. All right, three questions for Trev, and Hit one me. of them you've alluded to. Does okay. this make you want to explore the Marvel universe? Look, I. I'm interested. I'm intrigued. I'm not all in, yeah, but I'm intrigued. I okay. am, as I said earlier, I'm kind of nervous that from here it becomes just superheroes yeah. doing superhero things. And I think I like that. Yep. Like it's like you the like Superman. the origin story. Don't it's you? like the Superman yeah, we yeah. watched was the yes. origin story. Origin story you know? yes, I'm not yes. sure I want to see him just fly around saving lives. Yeah. Um, so hear. I'm nervous. Okay. I'm a bit nervous about that, and I wonder okay, what one I should it, watch next. Uh, because should I just you know take the take the band aid off and just watch Iron Man two to see how that evolves? Because yeah. that will show Man, me how these movies are. I'll tell you now, Iron Man two, Iron Man three, both good films, enjoyable action, a lot of yep. cool stuff in it, yep. great lines, yep. you know. Um, the Marvel films, the Avenger films, I should say, also great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They just get a little bit – you need to – if you've invested in the Avengers, for example, there's like six, five or six movies, mm. and you need to watch one to watch the others. They don't, they don't assume that you – if you go into movie number four first – they don't give you any background, any kind right. of recap. Okay. You just got to know it. It is. Yeah. I mean, it's funny how you're not being negative at all, but no. it's funny how non-invested you are in the biggest blockbuster franchise yeah. in know. history at the box office. I don't mind them. They're they're enjoyable movies. Like I'm, Endgame I'm, was like, yeah, that was huge. No, no, I, hey, I watched that at the movies. Yeah, so did my son. Right. So I, didn't. I just drove it was in huge. There. It was an event, right? It was an event. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I enjoy it, yeah. but. Okay. I'm more invested in other franchises. Oh, I, I do, I do like them. I watch them. I own them. I got them all on 4K. I own all of them. Okay, fair enough. But uh, I'm, I'm, I enjoy them like everyone else. But I'm not as invested as my, well, some might. Be. Okay. Uh, question number two: 
does Tony Stark remind you of Elon Musk? Let's talk about that. Um, like this industrialist, this genius, you know, no, doing really? No, yeah. I think because uh, Tony Stark is not insane. <laughs> um, I just finished Elon Musk's book today. Yeah, right. And it is it is, titled I'm Insane? No. It okay. does. But look, they do admit, and he himself admits to his shortcomings. Right. So there's eccentricities, yeah. I think, that, that yeah. are aligned. Playing crazy is the, another uh, description. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't yeah. see it, no. Yeah. Okay. I can answer to your question. Question three, I think this is pretty easy to answer. Yeah. Do Tony and Pepper Potts get things going later? <laughs> Do you like how I said I asked you that with that voice? Yeah. <laughs> Do uh, they get it on? She's not putting out any rubbish tomorrow. <laughs> Righto, that is Iron Man. You've watched Iron Man. I've watched a Marvel it. movie. Woo! Woo! Give us your wrap-up and your rating. Um... So I, I definitely enjoyed it more than I expected, right? Okay. I definitely was not thinking this was going yep. to be something I would enjoy. Okay. One of those ones that I had the computer ready just to, you know, tinker away on the emails oh. or something in case Mate, the I didn't rule enjoy is it. when you're watching a, t- a movie for the best movies you've ever seen, you're all in 100% attention. Not a background movie. Well, okay. it's a Marvel movie, so okay. I didn't have great expectations. There's a lot, a lot happening. Um, so, no, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed yep. it. I, I absolutely enjoyed it. It was okay. so good, so much better yep. than I thought it would be. Um, it's it's a uh, seven and a half. Like I All feel right. like I was going to say seven, but I think that's underdoing it. It's a seven and a half okay. for me. Yeah. I don't think it's a it's as good a movie as some of the things we've seen. And yep. so I'm I'm definitely judging it against the catalog, right? I'm mm-hmm. judging it against eights and nines that we've done, and going. Yeah. I don't think it's as good yeah. a movie as them. But I'm, I'm an eight. I'll give it a solid eight. But maybe even like an if if we could do it as eight point two five. So nah, if mate, you want to listen, nah. All right, I'll give it an eight. I'll give it. An eight. It's not quite eight and a half. I reckon eight solid. Yeah, a solid eight. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm only half a point off you. Okay. Yeah, there you go. And I feel like it's funny, isn't it? I feel like I could warm to it. So yeah. I'm either going to warm towards the nines on yeah. this franchise good or I'm going to drop back to the sixes. I'll tell you this, right? It's not like Cars 2. Okay? Hey, 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 All hey. Right? Cars was no great. No one in the Cars universe accepts <laughs> Cars 2 as part of the franchise. But that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. It's not like that. Iron Man 2 picks it up and it's actually it's, – it's just – it's okay. up to you to judge whether it's as good There's as the no first. Finn if not McMissile in Iron <laughs> Man Two. <laughs> Alrighty, so that's your wrap up and rating Righty of up. the other one. Would you like to? Would you like to know what we're listening? What we're watching next week? I'd love to. La Bamba. I've Great seen it. Movie. I've seen it. Trevor's seen it, but I don't think you may have seen it recently. It was released in 1987. Yeah, it was definitely yeah, a while it was ago. A while ago. But I, um, mate, yeah. can I just say, yeah. sorry for singing. Um, yeah, I could play that. That song is a great. Song. I could put yeah. on like um, Survivor, uh, the Eye of the Tiger. Really? Yeah. Just play it over and over again. Just you know, it's a Hit it's it a song on. to pump. <laughs> like that's. I love that song. It is a great song. Yeah. And next week in the show, I'll actually tell you what it means in English too. Oh, that'd be good. That song right. uh, is there a question Spanish, for me yeah. today? There is. Okay. Uh, it was released in 1987, starring yep. Lou Diamond Phillips. Yep. Uh, obviously about the life of who Richie. we've seen in Men of Honor. Yes, he has. Cur- yes, no, not Men of Honor. No, what was it called? No, Courage, uh, Under, Courage Fire. Under Fire. It was so close. Oh, nearly, Jeez. nearly. Damn. Courage Under Fire. Nearly had the reference right. It was a warish thing. <laughs> it was warish. Yeah, similar. <laughs> 
It's about the life of Richie Valens, as you yep. know. And yep. spoiler alert, Richie Valens dies. Brown okay. bread. Yep. How old was Richie Valens Ooh. when he died? Oh, wow. A, 16. No. B, 17. C, 23. D, 28. 23. He was 17. I knew it was 17. Can you believe that? Richie Valens was 17 when he died. Would have had the massive Big big Bopper and Buddy Holly. Holly. The day the music died. The day the music died. Yeah, yeah. We're going to have a lot of fun next week. All right, bring it on. Oh, what's that tonight? La Bamba is our next next week's movie, but that was Iron Man. We hope you enjoyed it. Uh, We're looking forward. (laughs) Come on, let's go, let's go, let's go. We're going to have a lot of fun next week. Make sure you join us for La Bamba, but we hope you enjoyed Iron Man, Trev. See you next week. See you there.